Hey everyone, it's Jonah. Uh, I'm back. I just wanted to make this channel or this podcast a informational podcast on the things I feel important that are going on in the world. So I know the title is very um is very diverse and it involves a lot of things that one would talk about on a podcast and yeah we're still gonna we're still gonna talk about those things but as life as my life goes on which i find it 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 does one's life does go on uh i will upload as i feel necessary to to uh, upload i told you guys about my new podcast that i've got there's information on it in my last podcast that was done sometime excuse me some time ago um but on this one i wanted to I want to get right into it. One of the biggest issues, I think, and if you've listened to this podcast before, if you listen to my channel, you know that I'm a uh, Christian. I believe in uh, Christ. I consider it followership of Christ. The definition of Christian is Christ follower, not just a religion. It's a, it's, if done correctly, it is a relationship when one realizes that Jesus is alive and dwells in one's heart. But, um, before we even delve on that, which there's so much more time to talk about that later, I wanted to address a big issue uh, with uh, involving a religion, and that religion is um, Islam, and the those who are practice who practice it, as you may know, are Muslims. And recently, I had a, a discussion with a, a friend of mine um, from Pakistan, and she was we we went back and forth for. I would say about two weeks daily, uh, debating Christianity versus Islam versus you know uh, Christians versus Muslims, and not that one was better than the other, but how one's how how which religion was real, and we came to one of the scariest conclusions that both of us found is that one of us, and I didn't think about this until we talked, but one of us must be serving the devil, because to Muslims. I'm not, I say this without any bias towards them. Uh, I, I know what they believe. They believe and you know, that Muhammad was the one that was given insight from the angel Gabriel to write the Quran. And uh, th- those are the books that we, the, the Quran is the final testament of the Bible that we're supposed to, all of this stuff that they, that they believe in and that they, you know, they, uh, they pray to Allah and they think Allah is God. And, and in their opinion, he is God. And, the God that we Christians worship and that the Israelites worship, they think that they have this, they believe that they have the same God. And if you're Muslim, you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or if you know about the the uh, the Islam, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but upon discussing Christianity and, and Islam, she, nay, initi- or the, the friend of mine from Pakistan, uh, I'm not going to say her full name on here, but she... Let's just call her Nay. Uh, she initially thought that um, our religions, or she helped the standpoint that our religions were quite similar. We both said, or at, at the beginning, it was it was a consensus um, that our religions were quite similar. And I thought so in the morals. Like, you know, if you were a Muslim, I wouldn't expect you to see someone that's poor and needy and not offer help. Just like a Muslim would not expect a Christian to do that. They, I, I find that most of my friends, which are Muslims, 
have a great respect for Christians and likewise because of the way our morals shape up and we we both believe in serving a higher power who we both call God and know that this higher power is watching us and that he loves us. We both agree, both religions agree to at least that. However, for me, it is it as the conversation went on, it was quite apparent that one religion serves another master and that's the devil. Because, and I'll tell you why in this podcast, because I know that's a big claim to make. There is, upon comparing Islam and Christianity, there is absolutely no way that God can support both. There is absolutely no way that God can stand behind both religions and that you can go to heaven believing in both religions and be with God forever, whether you believe in Jesus or not. There is no way that you can go to heaven believing both religions because one of because God does not stand behind both religions. There's no way. They both contradict each other way too much and one of them goes against God, the other does not. And to me as a Christian, the one that goes directly directly against God is uh as we know, you cannot go directly against God. You cannot go against God at all. I mean, you can try, but you will fail and no one has ever succeeded and no one ever will. Um but yeah, there there is no way. And there's no way that both religions can get you what you're looking for spiritually. Uh, and here's why. Without getting too in the weeds, and I might get in the weeds on it on in this podcast, but for a brief summary of why I feel that way, it's simply this. It is a known fact that God, the same God that we talk about, Jehovah, the, the one that we refer to when we say, oh my God, or whatever, or the, the, the God that we all believe, um, that we've all heard of, most of us have heard of on, on this planet, whether we believe in him or not, whether we trust in him or not, whether we agree that he even exists, we all know about God, capital G, God, uh, G-O-D, but and 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 it's now that considering that the this god first appeared or first came from israelite or, or um hebrew tradition right we all whether you believe that he's real or not this god's name first appeared the the history of us talking of humanity talking about god came from israel now this is because this this is not just because god um wanted to test people and see if they would follow his instructions to the letter. God could do that through anyway. He could do that, you know, just by saying, will you listen to me and take the people over to this corner of the world, Abraham? And Abraham saying yes, and that proving it, that, that Abraham would listen to God. People have been skeptical about the Bible for forever. And people always, the culture now takes the Bible and says, well, that might not be true, or it was you know, edited so much throughout thousands of years. How do we really know this is God's word? It could be anyone's words. It could be, you know, the words of a bunch of white people that got together and said, okay, this is what we should make. And, you know, that's why it's the most famous book in the world. That's why it's the most popularly bought book in the world, whatever. That's a different thing. But disregarding the Bible for a second, really completely disregarding what the Bible says, it is Israelite history that whether they believe in Jesus or not, or they read the Bible or not, it is Israelite history that Abraham was the beginning of the Jews. He was a actual person. He's not a fairy tale. He's not something that just someone that just came out of the Bible. And well, everything, since we can't really believe the Bible, we can't really think that he was true. No, Abraham was a real man, as real as Martin Luther King was. 
as real as Hitler was, as real as, and these figures, you can, you can say, you know, even if you didn't see them on TV, you can say that they're fake. You would say that they're fake and people would get highly offended. So that's exactly what would happen in Israel. To say that those people were fake, that their historical Moses, Abraham, that these people, whether the miracles that happened through them were true or not, to say that these men did not exist is to go against everything that their history stands for, which is to imply that they do not exist at all, even today, that no Hebrews or Israelites exist. And it's part of their history, just like we have American history, just like we have German history, just like we have English history, just like we have Egyptian history. The Israelites have their history and those, these people are their history, whether you believe in the Bible or not. There are other documents which state and other ge the generations of people are actually there that descended from these exact figures that the Bible just so happens to mention. So what does this mean? How does this have anything to do with, with Christianity and, and Islam? Well, God promised Abraham mm -hmm. in Israelite documents, in any of the documents, God promised Abraham and the Israelites that there would be a savior. Mm -hmm. Um one of the ways that he did this that was made it evident was the fact that there were altars built where God required sacrifice. And these altars are still being dug up today. Uh, and it's no, it's no, um, it's, it's no mystery that this happened. It's no, there's no confusion or ambiguity that this is an Israelite tradition that started in Israel where they would make altars unto God, killing an animal, uh, killing a, 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 a lamb, a spotless lamb and sacrificing or other animals and sacrificing it before God, uh, spilling its blood on an altar ritualistically with many, many detailed and symbolic steps. Well, then Hagar and Ishmael, her son, her baby son, are banished away from the presence of the of Abraham, the father of the Israelites. So they make a new nation, and Ishmael is the father of the Arabs, to this day known as Arabs. He's the father of Arabia, the, the nation, and in it are Arabs or descendants of Ishmael. This is not a, and this is not just some sort of fascinating discovery. No, this is common knowledge. This is common human history. The most important human history, I might add. Um, and so, or the most important part of human history. So the Bible also prophesied that there would always be amnesty between Israel and the Arabs. And whether you believe it or not, whether you believe the Bible or not, look at what's going on today. Arabs are, are, are also Palestinians, those who believe in uh, or, 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 or believe in Islam and are Muslims or Arabs, which is where the, the Muslim religion was founded, are still at war with the Israelites, Palestinians versus the Israelites. Arabs have always had an issue with the Israelites, and this doesn't just date back to 1948 or 1850. No. This dates back to thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago, which the Bible predicts. But but let's just forget about the Bible for this whole podcast. It's still documented in history. Without the Bible, without it's still documented in Israelite history. It is the history of a whole nation of people, which I can, I don't know how much more obvious I can make that. Anyway, the here's the and, and this is the problem, Muhammad was an Arab. Muhammad was from Arabia. Therefore, what business did Muhammad have? Starting a new sect of religion, a new religion 
that had nothing to do with his people, but everything to do with the Israelite people. Nothing to do with the God of the Arabs, but everything to do with the God of the Israelites. And not, I'm not saying that God didn't create the Arabs too, and that God doesn't love the Arabs too, but, but God's prophecies did not have anything to do with the lineage of Arabs. It had everything to do with the Israelite prophecy. To this day, it is well known that God's name first appeared with the Israelites, not the Arabs. So when you, when, when you just look at this history with sense in your head, with common sense, and you look at this man who wrote the Quran, claiming that the angel Gabriel, an angel of God, got word directly from God to write this book that contradicts the prophecy of Jesus and Jesus Christ himself who claimed to be the son of God. If you look at both religions, you, they cannot coincide. It stands to reason one thing, either the angel Gabriel defected from God and is a liar. Therefore, he will not be blowing the trumpet to sound the alarm when Jesus is ready to return or when God is ready to come back. Or God is a liar. God himself is a liar. Or Muhammad is a liar. Or the whole Israelite history is a lie. They cannot all be right at the same time. Either the Israelite nation and their history their documented history is a lie and their generations is a lie. Therefore, they do not exist. Or God himself is a liar. Founding two religions off of two different sets of information. Or the angel Gabriel defected from God and is a liar. Or Muhammad is a liar. And whatever he saw must have been of the devil. Must not have been an angel at all. Must have been the devil or a demon. But all cannot stand. All cannot be true. One, only one of these possibilities can be true. Furthermore, the Israelites' uh, records, like I said, they, they say that, th that Jesus was killed for what he said, which is that he's the son of God. And if Jesus was a good prophet, well... First, we have to prove that that's true. So I could dredge up any record, like Pontius Pilate, for instance, um, or the records of Josephus. I would suggest you look him up if you really want that proof. Josephus was not a Christian. He was not a supporter of the Bible, and he was not a believer in Jesus. He didn't believe that Jesus was the Son of God or, or whatever. But he clearly wrote what he saw or and heard, and so did many hundreds of other people, thousands of other people that lived in Jesus's day. But if you want, you know, proof, the, the proof I've got in my head right now, go to Josephus. He wrote, he was an actual historian, unless he just didn't exist at all, which would, doesn't make any sense. He wrote that Jesus, him, this man named Jesus claimed he was the son of God. So many other records support this statement. Exactly. They say the man called Christ said he was the son of God and was killed. The man called Christ was was crucified on a tree. They called it a tree back then, but it's it's crucifixion. Was given a cruci Roman records. The Romans were the ones that actually carried out the crucifixion. Their records state the man called Christ said that he was the son of God and was therefore killed. And these people are not Christians, mind you. They're not Christians who've gone. Now, if you believe that Christians we fabricated this stuff and we've, we buried it and everything to, for people to unearth and find and, oh, okay, 
you know, that in, so our religion can be true, that's, you know, that's on you. You can believe that all you want. But I'm telling you, there is too many records that are being dug up that are being dated back to thousands of years ago for that to be true. I mean, for, for, yeah, for us to be liars who just buried all this, it's too fantastic. So am I saying that any Christians have not lied about historical stuff that they found? Probably. People lie all the time. Humans lie. But there's too much evidence. of Anyway, um, so that just makes, if you ask me, if you ask me, that makes the entire argument that Jesus Christ did not say that he was the son of God, which is what Muslims claim, that makes the entire argument void, completely moot. That point is completely out of the window because it's clear record, written record that Jesus Christ was, not only did he say that he was the son of God, but he was killed for that reason because to the Israelites, it is very serious for you to say that you are equal to God because of what they they thought they knew from Moses. There is one God and you should only worship one God. That's the first commandment on the 10 commandments. First commandment, no other gods. That's what they were thinking that Jesus violated when he came to earth without realizing that the whole prophecy stated that he would have to come and, and, and become the sacrifice. But don't worry, this was all in God's plan. That's why Jesus was killed. The People that believe it, the Muslims, though, believe that this is false, that Jesus was just another prophet, that he is not the son of God. There is none equal to God. And that, it, that's fine. But you cannot have both. One religion must be true. The other religion must be false. And here is to me, in my educated opinion, why Islam cannot be the true religion, cannot be the religion that leads to heaven, cannot be the religion that leads to God. It cannot be, no matter how many morals it, it claims to have, no matter how many good people are in Islam, I don't deny that there are, but here is the reason why it cannot be what gets you to heaven. The Bible clearly states that Ishmael, who is Abraham's brother, and this is nothing, this is this is very simple. This is not a detailed stayed up all night to study. No, no, this is, this is common knowledge. Abraham could not have a, a son, could not have a child from his wife, Sarah. So he married, so he went in on to his other wife, Hagar, and he had sex with her and she bore another son, Ishmael. Well, Sarah became very jealous of the fact that Hagar could bear a child for her husband, Abraham, and she could not. So she and Hagar got into arguments and, you know, they were against each other. They were, you know, two women that had to share one man. There's naturally going to be a problem with that. And especially when one cannot bear children and the other can, even though Sarah had herself suggested that, that Hagar have sex with Abraham to get a child because she couldn't, it eventually spiraled into a mess and no one can blame her for that. This is true. This, by the way, is true Israelite record. It really happened. So then what happens? Why that same thing over and over and alter and alter and alter and alter that is such a repetitive and specific event and it's a specific ritual too, too specific to be regarded as just some test. So when we look at the Israelite history, forget about the Bible again, when we look at the Israelite history, we realize that this was not just a ritual at all. God doesn't just do repetitive things like that without it being symbolic of something. And that symbolism, and I'm not saying he can't do that stuff. He can do whatever he wants. But that symbolism 
was to show that there what that just because Adam and Eve and Abraham and everybody that that all the Israelites that were in those beginning days that we know to exist just because they loved God and just because they believed that he existed or exists which is both of the require both of those are requirements that you that Islam says you need to be to, to go to heaven just because they believed in God and exist it wasn't enough and what do i mean by that well Jesus doesn't, or God didn't just want, forgive me, God didn't just want them to believe in him and, and love him. That's not, that was not enough. We still sinned and we were, we cannot just be, if that was enough to forgive our sins, well, I mean, then we could be Adam and Eve again. We could be just like they were living in a perfect world, but no, we, we caused the world to fall through sinning. We call Adam and Eve caused because of their disobedience and their curiosity and their desire to be like God, because Satan tricked them into saying, into thinking that they could be like God by eating the fruit of the tree that God said not to eat. We showed that we were separate from God and that we would disobey him. So God needed something to show that we will obey him um, to show that we that we are human and he is God. Therefore, he created and he created altars. Furthermore, he, in the curse of Adam and Eve, from the very beginning, from the very first book of the Bible, not even five chapters in, God prophesies of Jesus. He says to Eve, he says that um, she would bear. Her, her seed would crush the devil with his heel. And who was he talking about? He was talking about his son, Jesus Christ. He was talking about a prophecy that w could only be fulfilled through time. It couldn't be fulfilled just yet. So what would have to suffice? The, the killing of animals, the, the sacrificing of animals and their blood spilling before God because blood... Is it was acceptable to God as a sacrifice? Something has died. It's a signif It signifies something has died to hold my anger at bay, to hold my judgment at bay. It is a symbolism of man accepting that he cannot be God, that he cannot do, that he will always serve God, and that whatever God tells him to do in order to accept his to to for his forgiveness, it's basically an apology. That's what altars are. That's what sacrifices and burnt offerings were. It's an apology. God, we recognize we sin. We kill this this blemish, anim, this non-blemish animal that you created in your in your sight. We kill this animal before you, and we repent as it burns on this altar. It wasn't just a oh go, go to the altar, kill the animal. No, the the people would also repent as the animal was burning and cry out to God and there was fasting and all this other stuff that involved it because we needed to show God we are sorry for our sins and then we would have to keep doing this. So God being the all loving spiritual being that he is, being the creator of everything that he is, said says, well, I don't want, I want them to see how much I love them. Forget, you know, the fact that they have to make altars and everything that's sufficient and he could he could keep that he could just be like you know what from the now from now on until i come back and return and make everything perfect again like it was once with adam and eve from now on just make altars to me but god wanted something deeper than that he wants a relationship with us not for us to just strictly respect him and fear everything he says and do all this no 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 he wanted a relationship so he says how 
can I prove to my people that I created how much I love them? And that is where the prophecy comes in that Jesus, that a, that a man would be, that, that God would form himself into man and send his, and this person would be the son of God named Jesus. And this person came 2022 years ago or died 2022 years ago. That's why the year is 2022 right now, because 2022 years ago, someone died by the name of Jesus Christ and rose again. That's what Christians believe. Even if you don't believe that, 2022 stands for the time or the time it's been since Jesus Christ died, whether you believe he rose again and is the son of God or not. Muslims must agree with this because that's it's history. So the issue here is that Islam claims that a man named Muhammad, their prophet, their greatest prophet, or if I'm not mistaken, their greatest prophet, a man named Muhammad, or one of their greats, uh, certainly, was a man who was born in Arabia, an Arab, all right? And the angel Gabriel, the same angel that's supposed to blow the trumpet when... Um, Jesus returns, um, you know, the same angel that appeared to Mary and said that she would have a son. This angel Gabriel appeared to Muhammad and gave him the, not idea, but he gave him the vision of the Quran and and told him to write it and told him what to put in it. And that's where we get the Quran from. And it's supposed to be their, their version of the Bible, except it's, it's, it has the Torah and it has the, and it includes some of the elements of the Bible, but to the Muslims, it is the finished product of the Bible. Now, here's the big problem with that. Here's the issue with that. The Torah is filled. The Torah is, by the way, God's, uh, the, the books of the Bible that Moses wrote. Um, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Those are the books that Moses wrote. The, this Torah is saturated with prophecy of a person who will come in the future, not named. It doesn't say Jesus Christ, no, but it, he's not named. A person that will, well, actually he is named, even in Psalms, he's named as different sort of names for love, but it is a clear prophecy with no ambiguity at all that there is a savior who will come in the new t- in the years to come and be the ultimate sacrifice instead of an animal a, a a perfect sacrifice so that we do not have to sacrifice animals anymore so that God can show us just how much he a taste even just how much he loves us just a taste a potent taste that is and yet Islam says that Jesus Christ was just a man Jesus Christ, according to Christians and according to the Israelites, was who, whether they're Christians or not, whether they believe Israelites, even those that don't believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, testify through historical record and witness and generations past that Jesus Christ was killed. Not only was Jesus Christ a man who said that he was the Son of God, but it is why he was killed. It is the reason why they killed him, because he said that he was the Son of God. Muslim states that Jesus did not say that he's the son of God. Islam states that he was a very good prophet. He was a very good man. And they write some of his teachings down and add some stuff to the teachings. And, and, but they do not say that he stated he was the son of God. Now, if 
Muhammad's words were really true and really from the angel Gabriel who got them from God, then why does the Israelite record, forget about the Bible, again, why does the Israelite records state different? Why do they contradict each other if we both serve the same God? There is no reason other than that one of them is clearly a lie. There can because two truths cannot the truth cannot stand over there and another version of the truth stand right next to it. One of them is either deluded, but anything that is deluded truth is a lie. You cannot have deluded truth. You can't have some of it's true, some of it's not. No, if we're talking about saving souls and being in heaven with God, Christianity clearly states the the belief in in Jesus Christ clearly states that you cannot get to to God unless you believe in Jesus. There is then there if that is true then there is no way that Islam can get you in heaven. Therefore, if you do if you believe in Islam from the day from the day you're born to the or whatever however long you choose to believe in Islam, unfortunately you are currently on your way to hell, according to Christianity. 